This is a HeadGum Original. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Fuck. I am really, I mean, truly fuck me dead like the corpse I am. I'm so excited to be here right now. Uh, you're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast available to you on the internet. I am particularly dark-sided because I'm with someone who I consider very dark-sided. Someone who's a comedy, I mean, comedy clown down. The amazing, the incredible, the Canadian. Jimbo is here to talk Drag Race. Hi, Jimbo. Oh, wow. Hi, Mono. <laughs> How are you? I love your dark side and all your dirty oh, words. I'm a fucking filth slut. No, I, I am really spooky, ooky, kooky. And I was reminded of your spooky, ooky, kooky side when I saw Jimbo ver- VPs, if you will. Oh, um, yes. That My is. trials and tribulations. That is so fucked. I, um, I really loved it. And it is. One of the weirdest pieces of film I've ever seen. Yay! <laughs> it, Exercising you really my demons. You really succeeded in creating something truly unique, truly hilarious, and still disturbing. Thank you. Yeah, it's all just sort of, you know, we storyboarded it out based on some past trauma I had. and just You really have trauma with peas? Yes, that, it's based on a true story where that actually did happen. At my daycare, I was force-fed to eat a big plate of peas, and I puked everywhere. And <laughs> now I have a, a trauma where I, I can't see them. They can't just show up unannounced. Really? It's like, ah! Yeah. Maury level? They... Is it like, I don't know if you know what that means, but you mean the Maury Povich shows, they bring out the pickles for people who have fear of pickles, and people run. Um, I don't know if I would run, but I definitely wouldn't like it. I wouldn't smell it. I wouldn't uh-huh. eat it. I, I wouldn't want, want it on the chair next to me. What if it's in a fried rice? Do you get sad? Um, I'm just bummed, but I can always pick it out. It gives me something to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That way you can count the calories and stay thin. Yes. Yes. Ah, um, Jimbo, I fucking enjoy you. You're so funny. I, me and my friends, I come from sort of a comedy improv background and like me and I would say my comedy weirdo friends were so excited by your presence on Canada's Drag Race. Thank you. I had tell the me, best freaking time. Yeah. Tell me more about your comedy background. Cause like, you're like, you're like a, you, have you been trained properly as a clown or is that just deep in your heart? Um, well, it's both deep in my heart and also the training brought it out of me that the, mm-hmm. my clown school training really helped me understand performance and what it is about being a performer and, and sort of it's, you know, 
prior to clown school, I kind of understood performance to be something that you do, you sort of practice, 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 and you sort of get this thing in your head where this is how it's going to go. And the audience is going to laugh when I do this, and they're going to not laugh when I do that. Uh And it's all going to go my way. And clowning is all about releasing that and releasing those ideas. And it's really about being present in the moment and being a conduit for your audience. And so once I understood that I could sort of release all of that pressure around all of that perform, like, you know, predicting what someone's going to find funny and just actually just being in the moment and just being mm-hmm. funny in the moment, then that really clicked for me. And I was like, oh, okay, I love that. I can do that. That is really exciting when you're like, oh, I can... I am enough, like I am enough. And like in comedy, that can be a hard thing to learn of like being my most authentic self, listening, being present and like goofing around too. But like so much of comedy is just being there, which is like, it's, you almost have to untrain people, right? You have to untrain someone to be like, don't be on stage, just be yourself. Yeah, just be yourself. Yes, just feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just be a conduit for joy for your audience. That's what I love. I love that. That's fucking cool. Um, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, I'm really excited. Everything you've done on Candle Drag Race has been so exciting, including sandwich eating, uh, the runways, I mean, okay, okay. Did you, okay, the answer to this doesn't matter, but I'm so curious. Did you, were, was it a shtick or were you just like, I gotta eat my fucking sandwich, y'all? No, they literally <laughs> feed us at the strangest times. And there was just like the food in the morning time was freezing, freezing cold, little breakfast oh. that sat outside of our door for like an hour. They made the breakfast at like four in the morning. So by the time, by the time you got it, the steam had soaked everything, everything. You just had one bite and then threw it in the trash. And so oh. by the time I finally got my hands on that hot, tasty little sandwich <laughs> and it came at a really weird time where we again, couldn't really eat them. And so I had to just like stick it in my pocket. And I was like, fuck this. I'm hiding this on my cart and I'm going to crouch down and I'm going to hide and eat because you're not really supposed to eat in the workroom. And so I just like thought I was being a sneaky sneaker. I always forget when they're filming on that show. I always forget there's a million cameras on you. So I just, you know, crouched down to hide and I was spying and snacking and then I got busted. You got busted. busted. (laughs) It was so so funny. funny. It was a real joy. It was so, I didn't even really remember that moment. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. I totally forgot that that even happened. So it was really funny. I mean, part of why your season was so fucking fun, it really did feel, as you know, you've probably heard, people are like, oh, it reminds us of earlier Drag Race because there's a lot of rawness and a lot of just talent and like just uh, a lot of artists doing their arty thing as opposed to girls being like, here's my catchphrase. Yes. Yes, um, yes I know that all of, it does seem extremely performative now and very much like, I'm on TV. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is like, I don't know. There is like something cute about that, but there's also something that it's nice to watch people just have a, a almost a kind of a personal moment. And for all of us, it felt like very sort of intense, and we just really didn't know what the response was going to be from the world. And right. so, yeah, it did have that really sort of raw early feel of, of Drag Race, which I loved as well. Yeah. And let me pump some more smoke up your ass really quick. Ooh, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me just dilate Ready? for you. <laughs> Work those Kegels, mommy. Oh, I'm coming. Oh. 
<laughs> Already? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I'm quick, and that's why I bought them, and that's why I bought them because I, I'm, I'm a two pump chump. You know what I mean? Oh, good to know. Daddy's will come downstairs. <laughs> mm, throw, throw it away in me, dad, dad. Ah! <laughs> Not the baby talk. <laughs> Not the baby talk. <laughs> so um, I was going to say, I reference, you know, obviously everyone loved your ba- your performance when you got to be the bachelor, the bachelorette queen. Everyone loved oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. But I specifically reference it when I talk about camp because I'm like, I think camp gets like so misconstrued in Drag Race. And I specifically reference that performance because I'm like, that is campy, but w- in your performance, you telegraph what makes you laugh. You telegraph your point of view and like why that is funny to you, which is why camp needs a point of view. And I, I, I just want to say that is, I hope, a really positive influence for comedy and drag queens. I, yeah, I think definitely. I love camp. I love, you know, really that sort of clown sharing all of your emotions and doing it times a million. And so that moment was a combination of just so much frustration with not being seen. And <laughs> so it was cathartic. It was cathartic. Yes. Like they up to then, I don't know they showed a bit of it on the show, but they just kept saying like, really, is this all you've got? Like you say, you're like this, like clown, Oof. you're like crazy. Like, you know, can't you give us a little bit more? Like, Oh really? Is like Jimbo, like, really here is he all the way here right like, can you be a little bit bigger every episode every single time yeah that was good but couldn't it be more yes and so that episode they kept pushing me and pushing me and then finally i was like okay you want me to lose my fucking mind so i go scream it's my special day so loud and i just like scream my freaking head off and again they never really said anything they're like okay great perfect. you didn't win that challenge i'm, I'm honestly no, asking uh, no that's, i didn't win that challenge like, that's infuriating challenge to rita and she was not even wearing was that denim. the denim no 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 see that was a week for us viewers that was beyond infuriating like that was and she's a wonderful drag queen but it was watching the way they underestimated you was pretty hard to watch as a viewer it was really hard to take as a human. <laughs> I bet. Spiraled into depression like crazy. I was in a, the worst depression for months after that show. Just absolutely Ugh. mentally devastated about my art, my performance, who I am, you know, my value in this world. I was just was just absolute garbage by the time. What I- got you out of it? What got me out of it? The audience, the audience. Once I finally, as a clown, you know, you're really not doing it for the judges as a clown, you're doing it for the audience. And that's Mm -hmm. where the full circle looped back and everyone, I felt all the love and I felt everyone um, go on my side and affirm all those feelings I had at that time, which was, this is fucked. Yeah. Why are they doing this to me? And so (laughs) then when everybody else jumped on and was like, this is fucked. And why are they doing this? I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. No point of view. And so that was, that was really nice. And then it kind of swung like crazy. And then everyone went like crazy, crazy. And then we had to pull it back a bit, but I see. Are you talking about just like some of the allegations that have come up about the show being very produced? Is that what you're talking about? Oh no, I was just talking about like everyone jumping all over Jeffrey like crazy. Like that was yeah, that was on that was insane. I hate that. That was just a bit too much. Yeah, hated that. He's been on our pod as well, and just the sweetest, just uh, almost hauntingly kind person. And uh, it's really upsetting. It was really upsetting to see people lose their shit at him. 
Hauntingly kind. Haunting. <laughs> this he is just, haunted by his kindness. Haunted. Yeah. Just like, are you okay? Can I get you something? Do you need anything? Do you want to sit down? Are you cold? Are you hot? Can I fix it? Here's my sweater. Um, oh my God. He's a little sweetheart. He really he's is. so sweet. Um, well, I, are you in Calgary right now? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Cute. I'm sitting in the Hyatt. I just, oh my God. Wait. Honestly, I might have stayed at that same one. Um, I went to see the Vanga Boys over at Shaw Millennium Park. Thank you. I fucking lived. It was great. Me and my friend went. We had a good time, but we accidentally went to the Texas Lounge thinking it was a gay bar. Now, you may or may not know this, but it is, in fact, a, um, you know, gentleman's spa. Oh, yeah. It is a gentleman's spa. Oh, so did you just skip the Vanga bus? You missed the Vanga bus and, <laughs> and stayed for the hand jobs? <laughs> yeah, we missed the Vanga bus and then our mom never picked us up from the Vanga bus stop. So we were abandoned. Oh. I guess um, you better have a sauna. Yeah, it was it was a funny misunderstanding, but it was great. We saw some, met some beautiful drag queens in the Calgary, including one named Dick Whore. And someone else whose last name was Meadows. Um, really, really great drag queens. They're great drag queens. Nice. Love it. Dick whore. Wow. I wonder yeah. what her show's like. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christian, is my understanding, for Christians only. Yes. Lots of praying. Let's. So let's go ahead and chit chat this episode. We're talking the reunion. I'm going to share my screen with you. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Now you're giving me your, uh, can you see it? You're giving me your entrance realness, being blown away by wind realness. What a treat. Yes. But I don't like the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Again, cannot overstate how much me and my friends were like, oh my God, why have we not had this before on Drag Race? Why? <laughs> um. So we are we are in this top four. How have you have you been enjoying watching season two as a whole? Have you been watching? I have been watching. Yeah, I feel like I have to because it's mm. you know now my family. But of course, I want to because yeah. it's a showcase of amazing Canadian talent. But I definitely feel like a responsibility to be like I'm watching. I care and I love you. So. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I am watching. Yeah, I get it. Because if you don't, even if you do or don't care, if you don't watch, people are like, "Oh, you're bitter." So you're bitter, um, even if that's not true. Yeah, and I want to see who these girls are, and I want to, you know, of course, we're all comparing what's our season like compared to their season and everything. Uh, like that. So you know, all the dolls from season one, we all chat in all a group the chat. Dolls. So. I will say, it feels like this season, and this is not on the talent of the drag queens. Production feels more prepared. Like I would say, it feels like they hammered some things out. They definitely hammer things out. They definitely, you know, increase this workroom is beautiful. The beautiful floor. It's so spacious. It looks like yeah. they have like closets or something. Yeah, it is bigger, huh? Yeah, it's way nicer. Their fabric wall has like a thing around it. Ours was uh, just like a bunch of rolls of fabric in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking propped up against the wall. Yes, in a little now, bucket. It's quite apropos you're here for the reunion because y'all had like a one year anniversary reunion recently that was really fun. A real a real scream to watch. Um, and uh, it was really great to watch all the girls come back. 
was it was that a was that a positive experience for you? It was the best. Yeah. Over the pandemic, all of those opportunities that we would have had to sort of gather and kiki and talk about our experience and our time, those were all sort of stripped away with this situation mm-hmm. we all were faced with. So um it was really, really great to get back together. And a lot of us hadn't seen each other since the show. So it was so fun. And we were excited because there was going to be some drama because we knew some of the sissies right. were fighting. The and sissies. So the sissies were fighting. And so mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was fun. All of us during the part with um, Priyanka, Boa, and I can't remember who Miss else. Scarlett? Oh, no. No, sorry. It was the other one. It was Scarlet and Alona's fight. With right. and we were like all of us at the crack of the door, just like with our eye through the crack and it, like our ears pressed up against the door, like listening. Right. And one of the producers was like, "You can just come around here if you want." And we were like, "Oh, okay." They're like, "Just stay quiet and watch on the monitor." And we were used to not being able to know or see anything from the other filming processes, so we were like, thought we were being so sneaky. And then they're like, "Oh, you can just step around over here." We're like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> Thank God you didn't get caught in the crosshairs of that. Like it felt like you were able just to be on the outside. Of Wish it. I did. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, "God, throw me in the ring, get in there, start some fucking shit, Jimbo." Was I there- wanted to. Uh, who would you say you had your biggest beef with on your season? Like, obviously you had a fun fight. There was a fun fight with Miss yeah, Rita. I mean, like, there was a fun fight with Rita. That was really, really fun. I didn't really have like any like beef, beef on the show because it all like, you know, I love everyone. And it's mostly just in the moment. Usually, you know, during our filming processes, we were freezing, freezing, freezing cold. There was no oh heat God. in the warehouse, which really amped up. Like everyone was just on their last nerve and then so exhausted. And then because so you're in Canada, did they need AC or they're just like, just don't turn anything on. It'll be cold enough. No, it was in the winter. It oh was the my wintertime. God. And we Awful. were in a warehouse that was kind of like a big old abandoned steel mill thing. And you're and wearing bathing suits. We're basically wearing nothing. And yeah. it's literally with a whole like one meter by one meter in the roof of the workroom up Fuck. to the to the outside that was like Fuck. a tundra blast so that like set us all off we were all like you know kind of a bit pissy so that made yeah. for some fun drama but it was only you know just like episode deep it never really went that deep and so yeah 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 it was good to see it. everyone yeah it's good tv that was really good it yeah, was, really, it was good. really fun we're at this reunion on this show we do chirp and burp these looks um <laughs> if you like it, you can chirp it. If you think it could improve a little bit, you can burp it. Um, ah! So, and you, uh, I, this is not a trap. Uh, I think most of the looks are stunning. And if we burp any, it'll be nitpicky. If. Okay. Um, but let's. And really if quick- it's a stupid look, we can derp it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just derp. Um, derp. I like that. I like that. Because this is between a bad look and a stupid look. Yes. (laughs) Like, I'll be honest. I'm going to tell it right here. Lover. Candy Muse's alien look. That's a derp. That is just derp. Derp. (laughs) That was so bad and so funny. Really funny. Oh, my God. Uh, Coming to the reunion stage, we got Beth. In this Ooh. light, powdery pink bodysuit. I'm going to give it a chirp. You're chirping away for it? Yeah, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. Uh, what do you think? 
Sure, let's chirp it. I mean, like the neckline is really boring. There's nothing there. There's no oh tits. There's no necklace. There's God. no nothing. This oh. is shelf. It's just a little pink shelf with two balls underneath. So oh. I, I mean, I like it. I really like it. But I Do know you? The, the wrists are too puffy too. I don't understand the wrist puffs. What's going Interesting. on there? Interesting. Wow. Bulky wrists. No tits. Wow. Good I don't point. know. I don't know. I do like things about it. I would wear that skirt thing and I would slash open the front of that. And I, mm. and I would, um, but I do like it. So I'm going to chirp away like a little bird. Ooh. Okay. Fair. Well, Ocean Aqua Black comes out in this sort of like mint green with the giant mm. sleeves. Jesus Christ. This is, <laughs> this, it's just, I just don't. No, it's not know. great. It's not great. It's not the best. I mean, I love her. She's so cute. She's and perfect. So funny. She's perfect. And it looks like she was able to get a magnifying mirror for this makeup look. Ah. <laughs> looking beautiful. I love this Stunning. hair color on her. I'm not sure if I like the hair with the dress, though. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a ruby on top of mint. And I don't know if that, I don't know. Ah. Fuck! I I will. I'll burp it. Just to be fair, I think it's fair to burp it. I'm gonna burp it. I do like the shortness of the skirt, and I love you know seeing her beautiful legs. Yes, and she's wearing a different shoe. She's wearing a different shoe. I love that. I don't really like the black belt with it. I don't like. No, I don't know. I I don't really like the laciness, and then the the way that the sleeve is finished is a bit kind of boring. Right, and I don't know if gloves. I don't know if the gloves work. Okay. Miss that. Miss that. Well, love her, but that's a burp. That's a burp. Stephanie Prince. Stephanie Prince. This is gorgeous. This like, she's really good at making these fun little like paper mache ish. She looks like a fallen angel. It's incredible. This is amazing. It's very much like, um, what's my sister's name? Anstarzi Anakwe. Her, Mm -hmm. her finale look was uh, a gold one like this um (laughs) very similar but gold this is really pretty i think i'm glad that she ignored the memo to be a pastel housewife and just said this i I am a metallic bird i love it i mean caca she's uh she she's a truly about to you know, I, I just released my pet squirrel and she is about to claw mm. it up and eat it. Yeah. It's a chirp. She's beautiful. It's, it's She's a big stunning. Her time was I cut short, I felt. Yeah, I was bummed to see her go. I, I met her at the year before here in Calgary. She's a Calgary queen. And oh, I'm gonna see work. her I'm gonna see her later tonight, actually. Work. Yeah, and uh, she's just a little angel. So I would have loved to have seen her a bit more. And I thought her personality was really funny. And I thought she had the opportunity. To, she could be really shady. And so that would have been fun to, to rile her up and see what shade happened. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I want to see, yeah, I want to see her just thrown around like a like a cat who had too much catnip. Just bounce, yeah, just scraping down the walls. Uh, ooh, Suki doll giving turquoise is incredible. I really love it. Uh, turquoise, prom. love it. Except for I don't like the color of the hair with the dress. It's one of those moments where it's like close but no cigar. And <laughs> so I wish that the hair was like more of that 
tealy, like yeah. less like of the like slimy green, but I do love the style of the hair. It is kind of a slant rhyme, isn't it? Um, it's close, but just not there. It's kind of close, but but I do like the gown. The gown is cool. I would chirp it. I would chirp it personally. I'm gonna chirp away. I'm definitely chirping. I'm definitely chirping. I'm just nitpicking because we yeah. Now wait, real quick, silence, Jimbo. I feel like taking a break. Ooh, okay, we'll do it. Take a nap. <laughs> Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today spelled e-a-r-n-i-n in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in drag her under podcast when you sign up it really helps the show that's drag her under podcast get some extra dough have a little fun and don't wait for your employer to give you your money honey Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. 
Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm-hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. My break. Okay. We're chirping. And we're back. And we're back. You're watching the Not BBC. Um, This is, now we have Miss Eve 6000 coming out in this purple, flouncy, lilac fantasy. What do we think? Yes. Yes. Um, it's definitely cute. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, okay. I think it's like a, a reveal, like, Take off your dressing gown and let's mm-hmm. see all of the badassness underneath. It's a little bit for a reunion when it's kind of your, your you know, you're coming yeah. back to show everybody, mm-hmm. you know, your progress or whatever. I don't know. I like to show a little bit more, but I do, I do think it's really pretty. Yeah. It's definitely kind of like, um, it's like, I don't know. I just don't know if it's ready. It's, like, I don't know if she's ready. Honestly, to and I, this is not a read. It looks great. It's great if you're going to be on The View. It's great if you're doing a talk show spot. Because I do really like it. I'm going to still give it a light. It's very cute for that. I still have to give it a light chirp. I like the details, but it's not reinventing anything per se. I'm going to chirp it. I love the cut. I love the frill. I love you, like this little hose thing. I just wish that she took that off and then like right. spun around. And then we saw her body, adi, adi. We saw what those little things connected to. It just sort of looks to me like a cover up. And I just, I don't know. It's not yeah. really fantastic. It's just kind of there. So I love that, but I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's doing for me. And you bring up a good point with like evolution, like because on your reunion, a lot of people said they felt you had the biggest quote unquote glow up. Yes. What was that? What was that process like? Was it? uh, Yeah. What was that process like? Was it from watching yourself on TV or was it just like definitely was the nature of my drag? My drag origins are not in bar drag. My drag is in theater drag. My drag Mm -hmm. is in um I had to basically create my own stage in my house to to have my own shows and do my own performances. So the, the amount of times that I would perform, it wasn't like I was going to a club every Friday night and throwing on a song and wearing something and just twirling around every single weekend. So I, I was, all of my things were concept based, all of the costumes were constructed for that performance. And then I would perform that number 
maybe once, maybe twice, never again, think of something new. And so my makeup was also not based in beauty. I wasn't trying to sell that I'm this beautiful glamazon. My performance was rooted in comedy and connection and clown. Mm -hmm. And my makeup was just part of the transformation process. So um, when I left the show and got all the critiques and saw everybody and and really saw what was possible with makeup and beauty mm-hmm. through my sisters and watching them on the show. I became my mission to become good at makeup. And so um, I had a, a little lesson with Alexis Stone. Oh, world-renowned. Yeah. World-renowned Alexis Stone. I went to her incredible studio in the UK and you can watch her um, make me over into a real housewife on YouTube. But Ooh, she and I YouTube. had this... com. Yeah, .com. We had an incredible time and connection and I had been shown by some sisters back home. My sister Vivian Vanderpost, my sister Alona did my makeup and they had given me some tips. Nothing had really sunk in. Everything clicked with Alexis. All of a sudden, uh. everything made sense. I knew how to do my face. And um, since then, yeah, I've really been able to hone my skills. And and I I liked your drag then, and I like it now. It's in terms of evolution, in terms of Pokemon. I mean, it's like, you know, from like Charmander to Charizard. They're both fucking good. You know, we like them both. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to just keep progressing. A year from now, I'll have another glow up. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've done on stage? Cause I, you're talking about stage shows. I've done some weird stuff on stage. One time I ate cum on stage. I come. Yes. Where did you get it? Friends. <laughs> Dear friends. And what did you eat it on? A cracker or a bun? Um, no, right out of the little Dixie, little Dixie condiment cups. Um, there was this weird show called celebrity barf machine where you're supposed to celebrate it. You're supposed to, oh my God, impersonate a celebrity and doing a weird thing. And I think I was like very hungry as a comedian to like prove myself and do something edgy. And people had done stuff with piss and shit. So I was like, I'm going to do cum. Um, Cause wow. also, I was and like, you actually were really hungry too. So you needed that protein. Yeah. So how um, old was the cum? So I had them come in cups that day, like a little Postmates courier. I delivered Dixie cups to them and then they brought it to the show a couple hours later. And how did you select who was going to be your sperm donor? Um, I just, whoever I, I, whichever friends I could bear to ask, but, um, I also you picky. Were you picky about it? Did you do a sample test? Like, how really did you know you were going to like it? Like, I really didn't process. I'm like, I, I tried to pair the cum to the person. So I was like, there was four of them. So I was like, let me let me try to connect who to who. Um, oh, my God. Did you mix all four together in the same cup or you had four separate cups? Four separate cups. It was like a taste test, like a, it was a taste, taste test. test. Yeah, it was like a taste test. And it was like a Pepsi or Kamakola. Like that was kind of the gag. I, oh my God. It's shocking. And it's like, even me thinking about it, I'm like, who are you? Like, you know, have you ever wow. done anything where you're like, who the fuck was that? Well, every time. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> that, that's a pet. <laughs> The part about clowning is you sort of release your brain in the moment and you mm-hmm. just completely give in to what you're doing and then you think about it later or not. Uh-huh. So a lot of times, yeah, I'll have people come up to me after performance and, and remind me of things I did. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. But I think 
One of my favorite was um, this character. I did Blobby Bobby. I was told to, um, I was doing this performance at this art gallery. They said there is this like priceless painting at the bottom of the stairs. You can do whatever you want, but just don't touch this painting. It's priceless. You can't right. it. And so I decided to like, kind of like almost fuck with it. And so I did this character where I'm padded all over my entire body. And then I said to the follow spot operator at the top of this grand staircase, this huge art gallery, I said, just follow me down the stairs. And then I started singing the song from Mars attacks, um, Indian love, Indian love call, which is this like yodeling song. And so uh -huh. I got to the top of the stairs and there's all these people waiting at the bottom of this gallery in this big hall. And I started singing the song and then I pretended to trip on my ankle and I rolled down this huge staircase like I was going to fall into this Perfect. priceless painting. And then as soon as I got to the bottom, I sort of stopped and then tumbled and fell. And then everyone was just like shocked and was like, what the hell is that thing? Is that person okay? Uh -huh. And then I pulled all these marshmallows out of my ass and <laughs> I had this huge ass. And I had wait, wait, wait. Oh, not out of your real ass, out of an not ass? Out of my real ass. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what? I know. And then I know I, I wasn't as, quite as far as you. And then, yeah, <laughs> it was one of those things. Yeah, people afterwards, like, I felt very sad. I felt sad <laughs> for you. I was like, oh my God. I had that reaction. Yeah. Like when you're doing the thing on stage and people are just like, oh, you know, and you're like, is that a, is that a good reaction? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I like all the reactions. Some people yeah. laugh, some people cry. Me too. Do people like your cum tasting? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, like people talked about it, but I mean, some, I would say people talked about it and uh, like very in a very sick uh, egocentric way, you know, like people talked about it and then like comedians this is so fucked up to say out loud comedians. I wouldn't have talked to otherwise were like, are you the guy who would come on stage? Oh, nice. Your reputation started a conversation. Yeah. You have a reputation now. Yeah. I'm sick. I'm fucked well, I up. know what to bring you when I come to visit. Please. Thank you. Fun fact, cum really loses its color after a couple hours. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, you I know. know. Okay. <laughs> so it's so pressurized when it comes out, really loses its, its whiteness after a few hours. Fun fact. Yeah, it's really best like immediately right out of the can if you leave it right. around. It's, it's just but I prefer raw. I don't like pasteurized. I prefer it just right, you know, mm. just, mm. you know, cock to table. Okay. Cynthia Kiss, what do we think about this little moment, this pink, gorgeous little cocktail number? I think she looks beautiful. I think it's very, like, understated, but fits her beautifully. I look great color. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. I wish, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, maybe a little bit more jewels to sort of, like, glamour it up a little bit. But I love the cleanness of the neck. And it's just beautiful, yeah. It is nice. It is really nice. I got to chirp it. I don't know if I love the, like silvery leggings but i lost i would yeah. still chirp it she loves to have a shiny leg um mm. but yeah she looks she looks gorgeous yeah she's really gorgeous just a gorgeous human kimora imora <laughs> this lime green love i love it um yeah she decided to stand out she said no pastel no ma'am i will be neon no ma'am 
No, ma'am. And I love it. I love the color. I love the cut of it. I think it's a really cool necklace and bracelet with it. Cool hair. She looks, she looks amazing. I love that. That's a turn. Cool. Yeah. It didn't speak to me as much. I didn't love it, but it does, it's not my business to like it or not. She's an amazing drag queen. But um, I guess so what don't you like about it? you wish there was like I wish there was a bit more like skin or something happening on the body. So it wasn't just a yeah. big green, but but know. I do. I don't know. There's something about it. You know, I would take it and change it and wear it. Yeah. OK, work. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a merp because I kind of I'm just like, I don't really care. I'm like, Meh. <laughs> I don't really care. But Adriana's next and she's wearing Adriana. Adriana giving this gorgeous, you know, she's given also just classic gorgeous red carpet. Yes. What'd you think? Yeah. Uh, I'll chirp know. it. It's it's very it's a little plain. Let let's be real. But I would chirp it's it. It's just a bit plain. I don't know. I find like I don't know what it is about this. Maybe it's a pastel color palette. I don't wear like a ton of pastels. Uh-huh. Pastels feels like so subdued to me. I think as a group, they look really pretty together, but I think individually, every single one of them felt a little bit kind of like, eh. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I think if they were allowed to just like do their thing and show, I like seeing people's best drag. And I think as a collective, you don't necessarily like look cohesive together, but I think it really allows people's imaginations to go a bit further than a lot of yeah. these looks to me look like they're from the same prom girl store. And they're all, <laughs> they just look to me like mall clothes. Not, not all right. of them, like not all of them, but not all of them. there's something just, I think it's about this time and, you know, this happens to be a palette that's out there right now. And so a lot yeah. of these looks, it doesn't, it's not like revolutionary or new or pushing any boundaries. They all just look yes. really pretty and they look like I would see these clothes on real mm-hmm. girls, which is, you know, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It, nothing was really wowing or exciting to me. I felt like everything was like, okay, yeah. Like I'd see You're that right. at a wedding or I'd see that like, you know, a girl would wear that to a wedding or whatever. Right. I'm it is little bachelorette party, which we all know is cursed. Um yeah, I uh, I mean, you know, they were they probably were they were clearly prompted to go pastel. Um but you know, you can do a lot with that. Um in general the fashions this season have been pretty insane. So, yeah, yeah. maybe this well, wasn't Well, like Alona's look like for her for the reunion, mm-hmm. Alona's look was a pastel yes. blue look and that look was incredible. And it's like that just right. shows you how you can take pastel and then really like amp it up with Or like her puppy dog layer. look. Or even like, the puppy dog look. Yeah, right? there's just so many more things you can do than these little prom dresses. I just, Ooh! Ah! Oh. I don't know. I no, don't know no. what to say. I, I love it. I wanted to gag, but every single time I was like, what is going on here? Is this you. mother of the bride or what? Like, I was like, what the fuck? I'm with you. I am with you. A hundred percent. I am with you. Um, so that, true, truly. And uh, next we have Miss Kendall Gender. This is also very prom. This is also very prom. I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate the length of it. Yeah. I don't it's, like how her breasts are too small. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Compared to everything else, like compared to the size of the hips and her arms and her shoulders and all of a sudden there's these right. teeny, teeny little flat little cups. I just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. It's, not right. it's a little bit bell, a little bit bell this color. I don't know. Yeah. You mean bell, beauty and the beast bell? 
Yeah, like something about it. Yeah. It I don't is know, or like Cinderella or something. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's truly. Like that. It the looks gold like with the blue. I don't it's twelve oh one. So it's like it's still the gorgeous dress, but it's about to fall apart. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's a merp for me. I don't I don't really or maybe it's a derp. I don't know. It's I don't super care. <laughs> oh little, my god. It's just there. Okay. It's just there. Gia. I want it to be better. Gia. I love the cut of this. I think this is a really great little club number. It doesn't match it's the boots. Cute. And I like, I love the neck. I love a lot of things about this. This yes. could have been a really glamorous number. Like if she had done a little bit of a longer, fuller dress or something with a big right. slit and some close shoes, like it could have been really a little bit more elevated, but right. I love the look. I don't love the boots. I wish she did a boot cover that matched the dress. Right. And really went for it. I, but yeah, I, I've worn those boots. I hate those boots. <laughs> that is the fairest thing. Like anytime I see a drag queen where I'm like, oh God, I've worn that, which is bad news. Um, <laughs> those are the uh, boots I wear for the, for my finale. Like I could, those boots, I got caught on my stupid dress. I made those uh, boots are a nightmare. I hate those boots. So I'm traumatized by those boots. Yeah. Shady boots down. I would, I would chirp this. She's giving a very Ariana fantasy. She's a stunning human. I'll still chirp it. I would chirp it. I would like of all the looks, this is the one that was the most kind of like beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. Love the pigtails. Love it. Love. And next, Miss Isis Couture. Um, Isis Couture. Wearing, and, and again, she usually wears things that are so unconventional and wild. And this is very classic old Hollywood with the mink stole thingy around her shoulders. Yes, the fake fur stole around her shoulder. That part. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty. It's kind of just like whatever. Yeah, it's pretty. Like, For yeah, I would wear that. For some reason, she's gone so far that, like, I buy this pulled back version of her, if that makes sense. Um, oh, I, I like would, that. You're like, she's done enough. Now this is her simple moment. Her right, right. Like, it feels, like, more meaningful for some reason than someone who maybe hasn't gone as far as she has. So yeah, it's, all, it's, all, it's all really pretty. I think for this this whole, like, runway episode, like, all the dresses seemed a little bit too short to me. And that's what makes them yeah. all seem store-bought to me. Like, I don't yeah. know if stuff looks custom to me. Right. But, not. So, but I don't know. It could be, but I don't know. Something about the length and stuff, it just throws me off. But I do love it. I love the way she looks. I would wear this. So, yes. Yeah. I'll chirp it. And I love that she fucking frowns. I love that she can frown and look so fucking gorgeous. I'm like, that excites me. <laughs> yes. She's got the puffiest little pink donut mouth. And I yeah. love that. It's, it's always frowning. And right. Yeah. She looks amazing. It's like a chocolate frown donut. Uh, which is the name of my amateur porn that I just released on OnlyFans. Um Currently on sale, I'm in the top 0.0% of OnlyFans, so please go follow me there. Right. Yeah. So do you right. have an OnlyFans? I, no, I not yet. Not yet. Um, I should, and it should be all just like humiliating porn. Just all like porn where I, you know, like 
shit on dicks or accidentally pee my pants while I'm fucking someone. Just stuff like Those that. Those are things you do anyways. Those are your normal <laughs> things. Nice try. This is my reputation. And that's called consistency. Mm, consistency. Uh, stay consistent. So, okay. And then finally we have Miss Pithia coming out in... A broken nose moment with, but it's also, but it's also gorgeous, you know, promenade. What do we think? Oh god. Okay, okay, it's okay. It's not okay. It's let's burp it. Um, I hate it. I hate this. I don't know, I know why. I'm like Pythia. I hate this little frilly sleeve. I right. No, like, you can do just, better. You can do better. And again, the length for me is really weird. It doesn't seem glamorous. Everything felt like. Little dresses on big men, like just nothing looked proportionate or right to me. It looks like everyone's playing dress up from the freaking prom store. I mean, you're right. So I don't know. I don't know what to say, but it drove me crazy. It looked, she looked too hunched up. I think it, the the real estate of the tits being really close together mm-hmm. and then the, the little shoulder frill being very small and then the neck being crimped and like sort of cut off and then the whole thing, yeah. it just looked very compressed. It just, it felt, gave me a bit of anxiety and I love her so much, but. Yeah, it's not what we're used to from her. We're used to pretty amazing shit from her. Yeah, I, w- I wanted it to be some amazing shit. And she really could have taken an amazing shit on the stage. There was such opportunity to really blow this out of the water and really stand out because everyone else um, is really sort of blending together. But whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You, who knows? But hey, here. whatever. Um, to quote my favorite American Idol contestant, um, hey, Whatever. Um, and if you get that, God bless you. You, I know you don't, Jimbo, but if anyone listening does, oh, wow. Um, very weird deep cut from a contestant named Mary Roach. Uh, but if she makes it to Hollywood, she's going to change her last name to Gilbo because it has more star quality. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we... <laughs> before we dig into the end of this reunion and maybe any highlights in it, Silence, Jimbo. I feel like taking another break. Oh, you're lazy. (laughs) CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. ¿Le está gustando mi podcast? Huh? 
Huh? That means are you liking my podcast? See, I'm learning thanks to Babbel. Babbel is my favorite app for learning languages. It makes it easy. It makes it a game. It makes it truly a video game for my silly little brain. And if you are like the one in five Americans who are trying to learn a language before they kick the bucket, you can do that this summer. It's not too late. I know what you're saying. You're saying, girl, it's September. No, it's still summer in our hearts. (laughs) So come on. Why not let this beautiful, easy, fun app make it easy for you to learn more. Whether you're trying to get your tutor on, you're just messing around, or you're trying to impress someone you have a crush on, Babbel makes it easy with notifications. You can be speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. I love Babbel. It made it so easy. In fact, the speech recognition technology made it easy for me to improve my pronunciation and my accent, which I needed because y'all have heard me talk on the podcast. She's a little crunchy. They make it easy. I mean, and that is something you can't just get from a conventional book. You can't get that from a language book. No, this technology takes it to the next level. And with over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is a real tool that helps making learning languages convenient. If only I could learn English. Here's a special limited deal for only our listeners. Go! Get started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for our listeners, though, at babbel.com slash dragher. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash dragher, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash dragher. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bring back my break. We're back. We're talking the reunion. I mean, in general, business as usual. We're talking ISIS being gaggy. What are any other highlights for you? Bethia's jealousy. The highlights from this episode? Yeah. For this moment? This episode. I would have to be reminded. Well, I'll, I'll run you down the hits. How about that? Yeah, nothing from this episode stood out. Like, after this episode was over for me, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. The lip sync is a gag. We should talk oh, about wow. that. Let's that talk was, about that. Let's talk about that. But really quick for anyone listening, here's what happened in the reunion. Bethia was jealous. Isis is gaggy. Beth tries to make a golf joke. OCN subscribed to a gym. Subscribed. Um, uh, 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 what else? There's a little bit of tea between Eve and Gia. Gia unfollowed Eve. Eve seems hard to please. Beth is sad they didn't give a shit about Beth during her first lip sync. Mm. Uh, Isis is talked about being old, which I didn't really buy. Uh, Kindle, Kendall on the roast, Kendall on the roast. Gia's speeches are too long. And Pythia's the only drag queen who hasn't lip synced. Good. Well, in summary, I love that. And I love like those, you know, when you read that, what stood out to me was, um, I loved seeing those moments that Gia spoke too much. Like I found that really funny. Her like Oscar moments. Oh, the way they really funny. That. I loved that. And um, after meeting her in real life, that all really made sense with her mm-hmm. taking her moment and really feeling that moment. So I loved that. And I loved her just like using this moment and just saying like, this is who I am. I'm yeah. full of myself and you're going to be full of me too. And Beth, I, I or not Beth, um, Eve 6000. I mm-hmm. loved her drama, her delusion. Her, 
I love it is good on her just being like, I just want to complain. And like all these girls like trying to fix me and I just want to complain. She did it seem hard like, to please. It was, it was like, like, oh my God. So you want to complain. Girl. It is that I love it. I know. And I know you know this. I call it stage manager energy. Um, impossible to please. Like, um, and uh, God bless Creative genius, but maybe not the easiest to work with. <laughs> I loved her. I loved her. I, I really wish that they like, you know, just showed a little bit more of her going off the rails or something like agree. that. I agree. She had like, she had real potential to go off the rails and I would have loved to see that. Yeah, I agree. But wait, Jimbo, there's more. <gasps> Kamara has a kid. Cynthia's dad is gay. Kendall's sober. Suki hates being tokenized. There's not, we're not enough as gay people. Greeks are homophobic. Ocean was adopted, yay. Teaching queer as a language and convos on pronouns. Oh. Cute. Great. Yeah. Great. Cole's notes with mono. <laughs> yeah, if you're studying for your gay finals, you can just get all of it here. So we have a top four lip sync off. Can I say... How would you, how do you feel you would have done if you got the opportunity to do something like this, a top four lip sync off? Well, I would have loved to do a top four lip sync off because I think they would have probably given the girls the heads up that, right. you know, this may or may not have happened. You know, I was really completely 100% blindsided to the maximum. And I had made a gown that was eight inches too freaking long. And <sighs> I, my freaking crown was woven into my hair. It was all a shit show. My nails yeah. got stuck in my hair. It was all just like, I was not in a position to dance. I was in a yeah. position to stand still and look pretty. And what was the song? Remind me. Do you, what was that? What song did you have? I think it was the song, Come a Little Closer. Okay. Come yeah. Come a little closer. What does that one be? Tegan and Sarah. Tegan closer. and Sarah. So, okay. Yeah, closer. So, I don't know, like in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I want to top four lip sync off and I'm going to slay and kill it. But like, sure. who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe I would just have another excuse. Like my shoes are too tight. I sure. Like who knows what would have happened, but sure. I want any opportunity to do anything. I'll do it. Let's do yeah. It. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really fun gag. I hope other seasons steal it. Um, I think it was a great, it's a great way to make, I don't know. It just made it really exciting and climactic. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. No, I remember now. It was a battle, like two, 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 get to the end. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And of course. I wish that I had that. I really wish I had that because they would have definitely known this was happening. And then, okay, I would have prepared. I would have put on my dance outfits and I would have really tried to to win. So I really wish I had the opportunity. I do. Uh, That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Well, here we go. We have our lip sync off. We have the friends going up against each other. Oh, my God. Gia V. Kendall singing Main Event by RuPaul. Yeah. This was a great lip sync. I really, I mean, I actually, I, I'll, spoiler, I liked every single one of these lip syncs, and I kind of wished it would be a top four. Um, I Yeah, I loved it, too. I could have gone for a top four. I also, you know, love that someone got sent home, too. It's kind of always fun and more dramatic. It is, it is. nice when everyone goes through the end. You're all kind of like, yay, we all get to be there, but... 
the stakes are also somehow higher if we, mm-hmm. for us all to feel that disappointment for her and with her of like, damn, you know, you were so close. So mm-hmm. it's both, both things. One is kind of like, oh, this is nice. The other one's kind of like, oh, this, this is really tough. Stakes are high. So yeah. Yeah. It, it, it got us, it got us feeling our feelings and our emotions. I yes. really loved that both this, I think they did a good job with oh, the Rue song. Um, they hit it. Kendall gives a lot of face. Gia gives so much energy, playfulness. They both can fucking move. I mean, they can do sh- they have rubber band bodies. I was impressed. Yeah, they're good. They're real good. They've been and, doing this together for a long time. Uh, uh, they're the sissies of the season. And uh, I do love that Kendall keeps doing the fall on your back leg open move that I would say Silky Ganache popularized. That just yes, like- I love that. Where you just like... <laughs> You throw yourself fall. back and then kick your legs open as far as you can. Yes. I know. I, I want to do it. I think that's like the death drop I could do. You would be great at that. Yeah. I just need to do my stretches. But I, I, need, I mean, it's an injury. It's it's not a trick as much as an injury, but you know, what are you going to do? A fancy injury. A fancy injury. So Kendall won this one. Do you agree? Big time. Yeah. Big time. She's good. She gives so much face. Now we have Pythia v. Isis doing Born Naked. Oh, my God. This is, oh, oh this is scary to watch. I was, I, well, I love them both so much. Yes. Um, obviously, we're filming this, or we're recording this after the finale. Did you, obviously, we're so gagged to have, everyone was a worthy winner. Was there someone you were rooting for more in this top three? Well, you know, Pythia, I love her sensibility, her style. I see a right. lot of myself in her. So, of I course, so. part of me was thinking, I'm like, oh, that'd be so nice for a, one of these weirdo queens to snatch the crown. Mm-hmm. But I also I love what, what Isis represents as well. And there's like a fearlessness and a, and a sort of... Um, confidence in herself and her drag where you know Pythia like myself seems to to be good at a lot of things and also still searching around and testing things out and trying stuff so I think I'd love that Pythia still has places to go in her drag race story yeah when you when you get a crown that's the end of your story so it's a double-edged yeah yeah. You get your crown, but you're done for. Whereas right. if you don't get the crown, there's still this opportunity for you to come back and show the world what you want to do and where you're going to go. And so I'm, I'm excited to see um, what Pythia can, can grow and do and bring back and show the world again. Yeah. Agree. Agree. It's well put. It's uh, it's an interesting, it's really uh, a catch 22. Uh, they were both, I loved Kendall as well, but you know, for me, I was like, oh God, how do we decide? I I was really thinking one of these people were going to snatch the gorgeous crown. Um, ha- happy with either of them. Um, and as we know, oh, spoiler, spoiler, we'll get there. We'll, we'll spoil it. Pythia won. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Isis did win. Isis did win. But let's talk about Isis also won this lip sync. Um... She's so good at this kind of thing. And as I'll say, I'll say as like a kind of a weirdo comedian, I I don't know if felt is the right word, but I felt for Pythia because I felt like she's trying to incorporate her sensibility into a, a, a song that is so classic drag. 
that it felt like, you know, there was parts that were challenging, the challenging, which I understood. Totally. I could see her just working it out, trying her best. And I was impressed. It was the first time I've really seen her move around like that. And I thought, oh, damn, she can, yeah. she can move. She's got she it. She can so, move. Yeah. And a thud. Great. She was great. And of course, we have our final actual bottom two lip sync, which is Bethia versus Gia. This was great. I thought Bethia went even harder than before, duck walking and shit. Yeah. It was great. And To Call Me Mother, which once again is like such a draggy, draggy, draggy drag song. Yeah, I love it. They made it work. They made it their own. And <laughs> she's doing death drops. She did it. She did it. Yeah, they're tumbling, they're rolling, they're in gymnastics class. <laughs> I loved it. So that's our, t- that's our top three. And if you're listening, you probably know we already have a winner. So gagged for the reign of Isis Couture. Um, From that what's-her-name to hit the bricks. Yeah, get get her the fuck out of here. Get her out of here. Oh. Time for the new queen. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what Isis does, see what she brings, see what songs she puts out, what photo shoot she does, what magazine she gets ooh, on. Ooh. Yeah, oh, my God. Um, it's a real gag. Uh, Jimbo, we're so pumped to have you here. We're so pumped. You're royalty. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're really, I mean, you're great at, you're, you're so good. You're so talented at so many things. Uh, and I'm go on. so excited to see you. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what you do next. Um, whether you do like you're doing drag, drag comedy. Is it, can you tell us about any projects that are coming out on the horizon? What's after Jimbo well, VPs? Yeah. So there's the, my house of Jimbo show, which is a comedy based sketch comedy based show mm-hmm. based out of my home in Victoria. I did a GoFundMe for that. We raised about $20,000, which we have. Are you still currently now. looking for funds? Are we still so raising now the, funds? The next phase is, so now that you have that little nest egg, you've shown you've got this interest. Now you get more funding and you get attached to a streamer, someone that's actually going to put your thing out. And so we have interest from a place, mm-hmm. um, from a network. And so I can't really say yet, but... Okay. So that, that is continuing. And so that's really exciting for everyone that supported me, everyone that took a risk and donated all of those, um, all of it's coming to fruition. So it's really exciting. There's some new momentum there uh, this year. And I've also done some other shows that are in the works um, with World of Wonder um, for their, for their um, WoW Presents Plus. So I'm always trying to think of new little gigs and new little shows. And so I've, I've got about four little pitches out there, which are, are they all spooky? Are they more comedy? Are they more spooky? They're all, each one's different. Each one's okay, different. Cool. Some are, you know, lighthearted and touching. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know, but no, it's going to be really fun. So I'm, oh my I'm, God, I would love to see your version of a Hallmark movie. That would make me happy. A hall dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> A whole dark movie. We're gay. We're gay. Bottoms and tops, everybody. (laughs) It's semen for dinner. Death drop, mama. Um, If you're in LA, I really hope you, we should, I, have you done improv? I feel like you can do improv. We should do improv if you come to LA. (laughs) Like I do improv. I love improv and I will do improv when we come to, when I come to LA, I'm coming to DragCon. Please. I'll see you there. 
Do you know Joseph Shepard? Are you guys friends? Yes. Yes. Mostly through the Instagram, but yes. What well, a treat. He lives in LA. He wants to hang out. Trixie wants to hang out. Ah, uh, it'll be a treat. I want to hang out with all my LA Wait, people. okay. Let's do a dumb show. You know Nicole Byer. Yes, I love Nicole Byer. Her. Nicole does improv. I, I think we should do a big, stupid, gay drag queen improv show. Let's do it. I was messaging with her. I'm like, I want to be on that fucking show. Nailed it. And she was like, oh, you should have casting. <laughs> I, was, I know. She was like, don't contact me. I was like, I want to be on the show with you. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I love you, but it's not up to me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, you're amazing. How else? Remember, we can support you in so many ways. So we'll include your IG handle uh, or anywhere else people can go support you or is everything on the Instagram? I mostly communicate with my fans and show what I'm doing currently on Instagram. But I also have my Twitter, Jimbo the Drag Clown, which I tweet like once a year, basically. And I have a Snapchat, which um, I've Snapchatted once or twice. Cute. That is Jimbo the Drag Clown, I think, as well. And, the, you know, I have a website. I have merch, mybestjudymerch.com and also yes. my website, houseofjimbo.com. So those are where you can support me. Or there's awesome. a, a link in my Instagram for a PayPal tip me if you want to send me $20 to buy Yes. Yes. Wait, say that again so people can go support you directly. Where can people tip you? On my Instagram, in my bio, there's a link tree and then it says tip me and then right. you can PayPal me cash money. And, and we'll put the link tree in the podcast description as well so you can support drag excellence. Thank you. Um, Jimbo, you're fucking cool. Um, thank you so much, Jimbo. You're amazing. Oh, if you like drag her, follow us as well on Instagram, drag her podcast. Give us five stars, subscribe, all that bullshit. Do that on the Apple reviews of the Apple podcast. It helps keep the lights on. So go give us some love on Apple podcasts. Okay. <laughs> Till next time. Bye, bitches. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.